Listen to personality profiles with Lessons Bill, get inspired, get nourished, and grow to be the best that you want to be. Personality profile and 99.7 FM. I love it. Hello, Ghana. My name is Senor Jose, CEO of the Ghana Chamber of Bulk Oil Distributors. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexus Bill because it delivers the value that sets you apart for success. Hi, this is Nadia Antano, Miss Ghana 2013. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexis Bell every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Joy FM and be inspired. Hello, people. This is Rocky Dawuni, and you are listening to Personality Profile on Joy 99.7 FM with my man, Lexis Bills. This is the show that is meant to inspire you. This is the show that is meant for you to aspire to your greatest self. I'm Vera Kwakofi, current affairs editor of BBC Africa. Keep listening to Lexis Bill on Personality Profile on Joy 99.7 FM. You could just be able to hear the best piece of advice that sets you on the course to success. Hi, my name is James Ebo White, or everyone calls me Uncle Ebo White. You know, what you'll be five years from now depends on only two things. The books you read and the people you meet. On Personality Profile, you meet the kind of people you meet you need to meet to make your transition to your greatness. You want a program that would help you, inspire you, motivate you. Why bother to turn to other channels? Just stay here on Personality Profile and you get all the inspiration you need.
first be astronauts, be champions, be truth seekers, be students, be teachers, be politicians, be preachers, be believers, be leaders, be astronauts, be champions. fame and the world will know your name this is personality profile here on joy 99.7 fm i'm lexus bill it's a lovely thursday evening and we bring you great conversations with amazing people and this evening i've got one such wonderful guest to talk to earlier today the whole station was thrown into a state of well should i say emotional quagmire or whatever it is and i mean our listeners actually called in and teared up as well when the news broke that their favorite voice on radio the man who lights up their afternoons and actually puts a spice in their weekends was hanging his headphones why would he do that why would he break hearts like that sammy forson you probably have heard if you haven't well let me tell you sammy ends his illustrious career on radio here on joy 99.7 fm this week Yes, you probably wouldn't be hearing that voice on Ignition again 
for a little bit. You probably wouldn't be hearing him or you might be hearing him for the last time on the Weekend City Show this Saturday. He's been on radio for 21 years. And he says, I've paid my dues. So this evening on Persanti Profile, we decided to walk a mile in his shoes and know about his journey, his illustrious career. Yeah. So welcome. Take a seat. Yeah. Your favorite radio show is on. Like I said, my guest is a maverick in the radio industry with 21 years of experience. Known for his music, great selection, captivating voice, deep music insights, of course, and unwavering dedication. He has been a trusted companion for an enriching and entertaining radio experience here on Joy FM. It's not just his deep appreciation of music of all genres. It's not just a great sense of humor. It's not just the smooth presentation scale. But he has the distinctive touch of a true radio maestro. Tonight, we're celebrating the career, the illustrious career of Sami Forsen, a revered radio personality, bidding farewell to a remarkable journey with a legacy etched in the airwaves. Sami has been a voice that defined an era. As he gracefully concludes this chapter, or join me in honoring the unforgettable moments, the timeless anecdotes, and the indelible impact left on the hearts of many listeners, including me. Tonight, we say thank you, Sami, for over two decades of unparalleled broadcasting excellence. You're leaving behind a legacy that will resonate in the hearts of your audience forever. It's been a great journey, and Sami is here. Sami Forsen. <laughs> <sighs> we're what, here what a day what a day it's been man you know I I I tried to put questions together for this interview and I said yeah. nah, I'm not going to do that I don't have questions I want to talk to you as a brother I want to sit with you yeah. converse with you tonight a lot of the listeners called in mm. sent in tons of messages and expressed their uh, how sad they were that you were leaving. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, it's a mixed bag of emotions. Um, it's not a day that I can say you can ever prepare properly for because um, to think of the fact that you've been able to have access to people in places that ordinarily you wouldn't have access to if you were to go in person, people's homes bedrooms and all that and they over the years you know accept you as part of their lives and their family and all of a sudden you don't get to have that connection anymore it's it's something that would take a while to to deal with you know i mean this is all i've known for 21 years and uh, i finally have to say goodbye it's not easy I think one of the questions a lot of people are asking is why, Sami? I mean, come on, we, we're enjoying your company and you made our afternoons, our Saturday mornings. We woke up and heard you and you're like, yo, that's Sambi. So what, what's up? <laughs> um, it's, it's, it has become necessary to, to, to take this step. Um, 
because of um, a few things that I'll keep personal for now. Right. Uh, but basically, um, there are a number of things that I would want to also go and pursue. Yeah. You know, and um, I believe that um, it has come to that point where you have to do it. You know, there are some things that don't give you peace of mind until you do them. Yeah. You know, or give you some fulfillment like what radio has done for me. Uh, so um, that's pretty much what went into the decision. You're at that point. I don't want us to look forward. Let's look back a little bit. All right. When you look back, what do you see after 21 years? Um, I see um, a lot of love, you know. Um, in my 21 years of doing radio, uh, this afternoon was the first time that somebody broke down on the phone because of the fact that uh, they won't hear me on the radio anymore. And um, I've never felt that level of appreciation before, you know, and it really got to me. Uh, so when I look back, I I am glad that uh, God gave me the gift that I was able to, I've been able to put to use for 21 years and touch people's lives in the way that I've been able to do. If you look back, what would you say has been your proudest moment? <sighs> I think all of it basically has been a good ride. Uh, I, I, I can't sing, single out, you know, particular moments because it's been full of ups and downs. But through it all, it's always been a learning experience, opportunity to grow, to be a better version of yourself, you know, um, to to learn something new, you know, to uh, correct a couple of mistakes as well and all that. So, yeah, it's it's been quite a ride. You know, for uh, I, I've known you for a long time. Um, and, and I know... I know how you appreciate radio yeah or you how you understand radio for you it's not just coming to the studio to play music and no read lpms and no it's not just that no what is it for you it is creating an atmosphere for the listener um when you do something over and over again it, it becomes you know embedded in your DNA um, between me and you and I know a lot of people who do radio would agree that there are times when you enter the studio and you're just not in the mood Yeah, you know but there's just something that happens when you turn on the microphone to speak it just comes to you you know so uh, for me it's been all about creating that experience I I do radio the way I would want to listen to radio. I would want to listen to good music. I would want to listen to a, a good selection, an arrangement of songs in such a way that you take the listener from point A to point B. And one of the, the, the things that make me very happy is when people call me and go like, um, I've been listening to you in my car. I've gotten to where I'm going to, but I can't get out of the car. You know, so you're creating an experience for the listener. At that point in time, they forget about whatever was worrying them, whatever was troubling them, and they just are in a very happy place. Mm. That's what really makes me happy about my craft. You mentioned how it is sometimes that you're 
you're so down and, and, and not in the mood mm. but you have to put yourself together yeah I, I mean how do you even do that do you get it because I'm sure there are so many things that go wrong in a day for you yeah and then you get into the studio and you're supposed to create a happy moment for somebody you don't know mm. it, it's it's just that's when you realize that it's a gift you know it's it's something that you, you you are just able to do just like that because it's embedded into your system yeah. you know um, and you know it's it's interesting that we have to sit in a room literally with no windows to see outside and just create a mood for somebody listening somewhere yeah you know when you do it over and over again you just tend to master it there are times when i've been on air for instance i remember um that was uh, 2008 or so i was on air then on city fm and my mom called me and told me that my grandmother had passed mm. you know and um i remember that two days before that uh, she called my gr- I spoke to my my grandmother then and she was like um, I'm called Kofi Ahimfo Forsen. Yes, so she named me Ahimfo yeah. my grandmother. Yeah, so she's like hey Ahimfo Oh, man, I'm a woo Let me see. Oh Meba me patcho a human to me to me meba and then she passed away on a good Friday and I was on air when I was called and told. I don't know how I still was able to compose myself and still do the show before when we were done, I drove to Suedro. Um I just don't know how I did it, but I was still able to pull it through. There are days when um, you're on air, you hear some really bad news, you know, your dad's been taken ill to the hospital, you're wondering and all that, and you're, you're not there to make sure that he's getting the proper care. But some way, somehow, you can't say because of that you're going to spoil someone's mood. Yeah. You have to go through, be a professional, and then... So it's more like you put your, your feelings aside yeah. and satisfy the audience before... After radio, you you can become yourself. So I always tell people that it's like when you're entering the studio, you remove your your, your clothing, your persona, your whole yeah, self. Yeah, yeah, and then you come on air, and when you're done, you, you, you pick get them up. yeah. So Sammy Fawson on air is different from Sammy Fawson off air, and I can say the same for Lexus as well. Yeah. you know because that's just what the job demands, and that's what we need to do. It's like a, a selfless job. Mm. A lot of dedication. That that kind of personality alteration that you just explained, yeah, has it affected you positively or negatively? Um, I think it has done a lot of positive stuff in my life. Um, it, it teaches you how to handle situations in life, you know, because um, you can hear very sad news and you still have to compose yourself and handle the situation until you're done so i think for that aspect of things it's it helps you you know handle things properly because if you are to react in the in the moment you wouldn't think through your reactions okay. but whilst you've you're managing the situation you'll be able to react properly because you would have had some thought into it and you'd have processed it to a point before you react yeah. okay I mean, even before I I tell our dear listeners to send in messages, 
I've seen so many messages on our WhatsApp platform coming in, some of them with emojis of tears. Uh, the first message here that I got says, it's my first time, I think, sending a message on personality profile. And it's all because of Sami Forsen, the man of several lovely sides. He lights up our lunchtime, some music, and even not a touch of education while cracking your ribs. And the most beautiful I found in that soul is his spiritual life. On Tuesdays, I feel this man is a very spiritual person, and some of us are addicted to his unique way of touching us. Man, something was just driving me to tune in this afternoon. Because it's been a while now since I listened to Ignition, and gosh, it was such a nostalgic feeling when I heard that unusual thing going on during Ignition, and I felt for that moment that hey I am at my joy radio Sami I'll miss you for words I cannot explain but hey I started following you just this late afternoon on Instagram may God be with you wherever you're going and I wonder if anybody coming to feel your shoes can do it the way you do it I've had an appetite for f- I haven't had an appetite for food since this afternoon and that's from Zet in Akotiman. and these are These are some of the messages um, we we keep receiving all afternoon. Yeah. If there's one thing radio has done for you, what's it? Um, it has given me the opportunity to be a blessing to someone. You know, um, every single day when I'm coming to work, I. I always have this plan to outdo myself, you know, based on my, my, my previous day. And for the fact that people are listening to you and are dealing, th- with, uh, you know, with all sorts of problems and challenges and uh, for the fact that you have the power to speak to them at that point in time and turn around a situation that they're dealing with because of one thing you say or one thing you or, or one song you've played i think it's a, a very powerful place to be and it's not something that i take lightly and i'll forever be grateful you know being in that position and being able to do such a thing was this something you always wanted to do as a young person um hmm i wanted to be a pilot I'm well, still, I'm still trying to do that. It's still the airwaves. <laughs> I, I, I'm still You're in the air. Yes, but it's my voice, not me you know, not you. <laughs> in, in the cockpit. <laughs> yeah, but I, my love for radio, um, I would say my love for music, uh, started um, back in somewhere 1994. I just had this habit of, you know, buying cassettes and CDs, you know. And um, I went to Swedish Secondary School. Um, at that point in time, um, I think we had just come back from Zambia. Um, I'm sure you know I'm, I'm Zambian born, but Ghanaian by parents. So um, your, your your parents are Ghanaians, but you were born in Zambia. Yes, yeah. What were they doing there? Um, my dad was a, an English tutor, and um, in Zambia. Yeah, now retired, and my mom was uh, a nurse slash midwife as well. Okay. So they spent uh, 16 years in Zambia. And that's where I was born. I'm the the last born. We okay. actually uh, two boys, or two well now two men and two women. No, <laughs> just the two boys and two girls. <laughs> <laughs> we understand that. <laughs> yeah. So um, back in Swedish secondary school, um, 
that's when um, Joy FM was probably about three or four, three or four years by then. Yeah, so I had this little Walkman. So when uh, I'm going for Nocte to go and learn, you know, at night, I'd always tune in, you know, I'd then catch, you know, the amazing voices back in the day. Um, I actually fell in love with listening to the Joyce Low Jam. Yeah. Um, one of my hugest, uh, or, or one of my biggest influences uh, when it comes to radio is uh, Jojo Lemaire. Jojo Lemaire. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, I I totally what a jam. I totally adored him when he was on radio. Um, he's so he's a very wonderful human being, and he's been uh, such a great influence over my life. Um, so I had this habit of just listening to Joy and all that, and. I listened to the likes of Doreen, you know, Tommy Alan Forsen, Komla Dumont and all that. And for some reason, I would always have a little notepad mm. and I would write down how they say, what they say on air, like, oh, welcome to the Cosmopolitan Mix. I would write it down. You used to write it down. Yes, yeah, so I write it down and all that. So when I'm back home on vacations, I'll be playing my, my disc man, listening to music, and then I'll lower the volume and say you're yeah, locked onto the cosmopolitan mix i would act like i'm on radio oh i see so that's how it all started yeah. you know and then after school um i moved to kumasi to live with my brother um reverend manuel forson of fountain gate chapel um we were living in patasi so um why I, did you have to go and live with him okay so here's what happened in school um there was the speech and prize giving day in 1999, and the guest of honor was then the first lady, uh, Nana Kunedachiman Rollins. So we were doing the agric slash chemistry option. So she was going to come to the science lab, and I was given the task of displaying the periodic table to her <laughs> on a computer. Okay. I hadn't used a computer before. But some way, somehow, when it got there, I used the computer as though I knew how to use a computer already. Mm. So it's then that my interest in computers started. Okay. So after school, my dad was like, go to Kumasi, and then there's a computer school there, and live with your brother, and, you know, start learning computers. Ah. That's when it started. That's what took you to Kumasi. Yes. So literally, this is me telling you how the story all began. Yeah. So... I started this computer school, and then before I could even finish, I saw um, a shop with the name Ghana Computers. It was just at Asokwa, close to, you know, there's this restaurant, Big Daddy's. Big Daddy's. Yes, yeah. Asokwa, <laughs> yeah. So the, the computer school was at Atunsu. Mm-hmm. So when I pick a draw, draw, and I'm coming back, then I'll drop at Asokwa, then I'll pick a car from there to Santasi Roundabouts, and then drop at uh, KJC enter Patasi Estates just down there. That's where I used to live. Okay. Yeah. So I would stop by the Ghana Computers place and I'll meet only one guy there called Fred Arthur. So apparently he needed somebody to to help him because every week he had like 150 used computers being brought to him from Accra mm. to refurbish and, and sell. So I was like, oh, I'm learning this thing, um, uh, A plus, um, A certification, hardware and networking. It's like, oh, come, then you can come and, you know, do practicals and all that. So literally that's how he employed me. So mm. 
I'll be there with him. I had the chance to work on so many computers, and then I picked up my skills there. So basically, I had my 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 book. I'd go through it, and then he would explain what it is, and then take me through. Mm. So on one of such days, um, I found a CD-ROM. I opened it, and there was a CD labeled PCDJ. Oh, yeah. So I took it home, and then Fred had given me one four eight six computer to use at home. So I installed the software into the computer. And then I just took a pen and paper and started pressing the keyboard to see how it reacts. Yeah. Then I'd write, oh, okay, so F1 does play, F2 does stop, and then this is pitch up, pitch down, and all that. Then I downloaded Music Match, and then I ripped some songs onto it. Then I, you know... Instead of playing with it. Yeah, and then I basically learned how to DJ with it. Wow. Yeah. So I got to know that my mentor, Jojo Lemaire, also lived in Patasi Estate. Because <laughs> I used to listen to him every day. It was literally the same time as during Cosmo. Yeah. So it was Metropolitan Mix. And then I gathered courage. Love yes, Love FM Kumasi. I gathered courage to go to his house. You went to his house? Yes. Boy, you're brave. Yes. I used to call into the program and I call the say, oh, the phone lines are busy and all that. So I went there and then... I didn't seen him before. There was no Instagram. There was no yeah. Facebook. And then this guy walks out with this Afro, uh, slim guy. I'm like, I, I you Jojo the man. Then he spoke, and you know, could you tell heard him. the voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was shaking. You were. <laughs> yes, I was like, oh, I'm this person. I admire you so much, and blah blah blah. And then he welcomed me into his home, and then we became, you know, very good friends. And then. For some reason, I also could build jingles, you know, with cool edits and all that. Yeah, so yeah. I would listen to his show, record his jingles, and then I go back home and I edit and then I will download some of these, you know, effects, effects. and all that and I redo them. And he liked them. Wow. So I was like, oh, I want to do radio one day. It's like, oh, he actually was honest with me and told me, you are good with IT, so stick to IT. <laughs> <laughs> so he got a car, but he couldn't drive. So I became literally his driver for some time. And then I had to drive him to Accra. That time uh, they had Radio Express sending CDs every week. That's how new music was coming then. Mm -hmm. So he would come with blank CDs. And then where we have the technician's department. Yeah. That was then the library. Yeah. So that was the first time I entered Joy FM. And then he would come and rip CDs and all that. Holy smokes. Hold on. Yeah. This is interesting yes this story is full circle yes literally yeah wow yeah so that was the first time i enjoyed this hold up i i didn't know this <laughs> your introduction to radio was through the multimedia group exactly yeah with jojo lemaire on love fm yes and he drove you into this joy fm building yes even before you were a radio presenter yes are you serious? At that point in time, if anybody told me I would ever work here, I'd tell the person to get out. <laughs> Literally. Wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is the the biggest full circle moment I've heard <laughs> this year. No, I mean this. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was. And it took you a long time to even get to work in Joy FM. Yes. So if you would remember, I think you're writing exams then. The first time I started working here, yes. I had to sit in for you. Yes. And in my intro, I said that it took me 14 years to get here. 
That's wow. what I meant. Wow. Because wow. at that point in time, the first time I stepped here was 14 years ago as, you know, a driver for Jojo Le Mer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a story. Yeah. Wow. God works in mysterious ways, huh? Yes, he does. He does. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, uh, fast forward. So I got this GBC gig because well, with PC DJ, I started building computers and introducing them to uh, radio stations because at that time, they were still doing the cassette and CD yeah. era. So I got uh, two gigs. I computerized uh, Asta FM in Techiman and then Chris FM in Brekum. So my dad had um, had a taxi and an Opel cadet that he brought to Kumasi for us to change the engine. So I would drive in the evenings, you know, and then do some Edum to Kwadaso gigs, get some small fuel money and all that. And then during the day, I'd go to school and then I'd work a bit with Ghana computers as well. So on weekends, I would, after building the computer, I would drive there, go and do a presentation and all that. So I got those gigs and I will train them and all that. And then gradually they would do the transition. So uh, on such a day, I met the late actor Kwame Uswansa. Yes. He was then programs manager at uh, Garden City Radio, JBC Kumase. Right. So he introduced me to then Alaji Chodi. He used to do this Islamic program on GTV. Okay. He was the regional director. So he was all into tech and all that. So mm. he gave me the opportunity to do that for uh, um, Garden City Radio. So I got to build a system for them mm. and I trained their people and all that. And then he let me build an IT studio so like they can do their jingles yeah. the digital way yes. as well. So then he said, no, we don't have anybody to maintain this technology. So I'm offering you a job as an IT manager. Wow. So I took it. So that was then my job. So on one such night, I had, you know, increased the the hard drive size and I'd reloaded the music and all that. And Honorable Ras Mubarak, yes. he was a reggae presenter on the station. Okay. So he couldn't come in for a show that evening. So I had to be in the studio to play some reggae and then just make sure the system I have upgraded was, was working properly. And a voice in me just said, open the mic. <laughs> and talk. It was a voice in you that said that. Yeah. It was like, oh, around 9 p.m. By the time the director had left, everybody had left. So I just pushed the fader gradually up. And I said, You're tuned into Garden City Radio 92.1. We're playing you some very good reggae music. Please enjoy. And that was it. Yeah. And I, I, I put off the mic. Two minutes. The door opened, and here was Alaji Chodi, the regional director of GBC. He's like, who spoke? I was like, me. He was like, wow, you sound really great. I'll give you a show tomorrow. Wow. That's how it started. <laughs> Sammy, <laughs> um, 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 what, what? That's how it started. So wait. Hey. <laughs> I mean, this is divine. Yeah. I don't know what voice told you to speak because back then, yes. you dare not turn on the microphone exactly. if you're not told to. And especially at GBC. Exactly. Where they actually want to check your diction, yes. your yes. whatever. Yes. Every, everything has yes. to go through a check yes. before it goes on air. Yes. And a voice told you, oh, thou Sami, rebel. Yes. Oh, and speak. Put on the mic and speak. 
Wow. Yes. So I think it's divine. Yes. And guess what my favorite my, my first show was? What? It was a gospel show. Hallelujah, somebody. I started radio as a gospel presenter. Yeah. So for those that love my Tuesdays, they cannot make the connection. That's awesome. Tuesdays, uh, Inspirational Tuesday yeah. on Ignition is my favorite place to be. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's it just gives me a, a certain peace of mind. Cause, yeah. Yeah. I just I just love that that particular part of it. From Garden City Radio. Yes. So there was this day that uh, Tommy Allen Forsen, the legend, came to uh, Garden City Radio. Um, he wanted to do a radio training program for presenters in Kumasi. He had then established Rabodev. Rabodev. So the director Alaji Chodi took him around showcasing the new tech and all that, and Tommy was very impressed. So he. He told me about Rabodev and then he invited me over to Accra. Okay. So. Which year was this? This was um, 2002 to 2003, thereabouts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Where was me. this training Tommy did? Uh, it was in GBC Kumasi. The training happened in GBC yes. Kumasi? Yes. I'm asking because in 2004, mm. I was part of. Uh, Tommy and Forsen's Rabodev yes. training with the German Development Foundation. Yes, the lady at Yellow Golf Salon car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, there was this lady that was doing with with, with him, a German development lady. Yes, a yeah, German development lady. Annette Terman. Yes. Annette, I remember her name because yes. she signed my certificate as yes, well. Annette yes. Terman and uh, Tommy and Forsen. Yes. It was in 2004. It was the same year I started radio. Yes. So. That was the opening door for Accra for me. Okay. So Tommy made me come to Rabodev. Um, I also installed the PCDG and all that for the students. So at the last week of the course for every batch, mm -hmm. I would come, I will teach them PCDJ, and then I'd help them do their, their demos and all that. So okay. that was basically what I was doing. I did that for two to three years or so. And then there was this evening where uh, Tommy asked me to meet him at Laboni Coffee Shop. And then he introduced me to a gentleman known as Samuel Atamensa. Summons. Yes, they had now started City 97.3 FM. Yes. And he needed um, a presenter. So by then in Kumasi, I had transitioned from, you know, doing you know Christian program to mm. doing the late night slow jam. Yeah. I was doing the reggae show as well. I was also doing um, a jazz show. Wow. So I was, and I also once played at Adademu on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. So Samen said he needed somebody, and um, the next day he asked me to come to Adabraka. Um, I went there. I met Irene Logan. She was then the receptionist for CTFM. Okay. Irene Logan, the musician now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I met a guy known as Yao Pariasama. He was then the program's manager. Um, and then he listened to one or two of my. Kumasi programs and he told me to start the next day wow I was like oh I need to go back and resign and blah 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 and all that so he gave me about a week so um, I came back and then one Friday evening 7pm I entered this studio new studio new console everything I was wearing something similar to this my sister bought me some nice shadow from UK and sent it to me yeah I wore it 
two ACs were on, 16 degrees. Bro, I was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is Accra. So I played my first song. And I was nervous. I played my second song. And I was like, you're tuned in to 97.3 CTFM. Welcome to Rhythms in the City. This is a voice you get familiar with over time. I'm Sammy Forson. And uh, tonight I'll play you some very nice music from across Africa. Welcome. Then I played the next song. Then they started coming to the studio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you what know? a story. Yeah, and then it... It moved on to, I think a week later, uh, John Jamel was then doing the drive time yeah. on City, and then I think he had to travel or something. So, Simon quickly said, you're going to the drive time. I was like, okay. You know, and then at the point, I was I was also doing um, brunch in the city as well. Yeah. Uh, the likes of Nyama Dagadu, Jessica mm. Paris Sapporo, you know, Bernard Avle. Uh, we also had Zelda Daku for sports and all that. They gradually, you know, helped me find my feet there. And also, Jimmy Quist uh, also helped me a lot because he was the librarian. Yeah. I had to learn a lot of old school mm. because of the target market for the drive time. Yeah. So, basically, I would spend two hours prepping for my shows. If I don't know a song, I'll record it a bit and send it to somebody who knows old school. It would tell me, this is the name of the artist, this is, this is what it done. So, yeah. that's how I built my library as well. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. I was there till 2009, and then another door opened. Um, George Brune, yes. um, he was then in London. He used to listen to me a lot on City. He had been appointed the GM for YFM. YFM. So he had come in, and uh, he wanted a, a youthful but a bit matured morning show. Okay. So he felt I was the right person to do that. and then So he poached you? Um, sort of. You were pushed. Sort of. It's either yes or no. Sort of. I was, I was on a short suspension. <laughs> what do you mean by that? So there was this. There was some incident of some sort, and um, I got suspended. Um, at City. At FM. City. Yeah. So um, I was called back. I think it was an anniversary or something, and then I was told to come back uh, because uh, Nikamata showed to see the owner was around and all that. And I went back, and um, I think during that time, the conversation had already started. Yeah. As if it was it was planned. Yeah. You know. So it was also a chance for me, even though I was, you know doing a show for a very matured audience i would say my my my, my father's age group and all that yeah i was still a young guy you yeah. know so yfm was also buzzing then you know youth radio very urban and all that it was a chance for me to you know find yeah. my myself again yeah so after you know speaking to a few very close friends like ibrahim Wainijan of om studios um they gave me the encouragement to take take the step so i did and um yeah, I did the morning show for, I think, a month or so. And then uh, I think Miss Na had to come back. So George then gave me a regular slot from 9.30 till midday, Monday to Friday, with no uh, voice on it. Says I should create something. Yeah. And that's when I created the mid-morning show with Sammy Forson. Yeah. On I remember that. That was yeah. great. And uh, it went on to win me two awards and i think in 2012 or 2013 the uh, mid-morning host of the year rcp mm. and then later on as well i won the uh 
record promoter of the year at the Ghana DJ Awards as well. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's uh, a long story. Basically, it's a very long story. Um, from YFM, I think you moved to Live FM. Live FM as well, yes. and then you found your way to Joy FM. And funny enough, the way Joy happened, um, I was at that time planning to to leave Ghana. To leave Ghana. Yes, and then a friend of mine. Um, Terry Mason came from America and wanted to step out that evening, uh, but he wanted to do a bit of radio because he he did uh, um Apollos. Tax day is coming. Oh no! But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a three percent match, you can get up to a hundred ninety-five dollars for the twenty twenty-three tax year. Oh yeah! Sign up at Robinhood.com/slash/boost-by-tax-day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. A lot show in New York. Mm. So I came with him here, and he was on Hits FM with Dr. Pounds. And after that, we were told there's a 90s jam. Mm-hmm. So together with then my girlfriend, now my wife, mm. and him, we came to Silver Star Towers. Okay. I saw you there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had a great time and all that. You guys gave me a couple of shouts on air and all that. Yeah. And the next day, Philip Nye calls me. Mm-hmm. Oh, we get a show for you for joy. I was like, oh, get out of here. What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought it was a joke. And it's like, oh, Charlie, if you close, pass by, you know. And then I met Kofi Ansa. Yeah. And then I met uh, Chief Ken Ansa as well. I had some conversations and then I had to make the transition and the first thing I had to do was fill your shoes. <laughs> you are more than able, bro. Yeah. You are more than capable. So I mean. that's that's the story and in between all of that as well, there was the, you know, Sarkodia bit as well. Yes, you managed Sarkodia for yeah. a little bit as well. Um, look, anytime you sat in my, uh, on my show, I mean, I didn't have to even bother or blink because I knew that like, Listen, I, and, and I told you this earlier in the afternoon when yeah. you came to Kumasi. I was then the programs manager at Ecstasy. Yes. And I think at the time you were at YFM. Yes, I was. Yes. So when Sami comes to Kumasi, um, Andy, I told Andy Kim that, listen, Sami Forsen, the great Sami Forsen is in town. I am not working today. <laughs> Sami is going to do drive time. And I remember handing over the show to you and I went into my production studio, my yeah. office then. And I turned on the radio and Sammy starts the show and the smoothness with which he just delivered the intro so captivating. <laughs> and that's how come I remember every... I remember the first yeah. five songs you played on that day. Yeah. Back to back. I remember at what point you mixed it. Wow. I remember how you transitioned every song. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I said, look, this is actually one of the greatest people to ever do it. And then having to get to work with you here at Joy FM, I mean, I know how you actually dedicate yourself to, uh, yeah. you know, making your craft smooth. And it's it's really sad that I don't get to work with you again um, for a little bit. Uncle Ken just came into the studio, and I'm sure Uncle Ken has a lot to say. Uncle Ken. Sammy. <laughs> Lexus. I I was uh, overtaken with uh, emotions this afternoon 
on Sami's show when all of you gathered here, you know, to bid him farewell. And all the nice things that were said about Sami. And uh, I had wanted to rush here. So I get to add my bit. Till I heard you say you have him on personality profile. So then I said, oh, okay, I'll catch him. Yeah. Just before my <laughs> Before show. you start. Yes, show. so I don't need to hurry. This gentleman, when he joined Joy FM, prior to his joining Joy FM, I had been listening to him because I, I've I always told him I love his choice of music. Yes. You know, I mean, he's like a younger version of me when it comes to music choice. Music selection, yes. Yes, selection. And you mentioned it this afternoon. Yes. The sequence. Yes. Of play. It's very important. It a, lot of, a lot of people don't. People ask me why I do a playlist and bring to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> and I have always done a playlist before yeah. I come to the studio because I need to flow. In a certain way. In a certain yeah. way. And somebody does that excellently. Excellently, absolutely. Like you said this afternoon, you know, excellently. And uh, I was happy he, he, he came to me and he told me he'd been listening to me from Groove FM days yeah. and all that. You know, he said so many nice things and so we clicked, you know. Yeah. And he knows I listen to him. I know he listens to me. Right. You know, it's, uh, when he told me on Saturday, it was on Saturday at the Loyal Listeners event. Yeah. Event. It was on Friday. Oh. Yeah, Father's Day. That Friday looked like a Saturday. It looked like I know, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was on Friday. Yes. When he, he walked up to me and he knelt and said, Uncle Ken, Thursday is going to be my last day at Joy. And I went, oh, why? So he gave me reasons and I said, oh, that's fine. Okay. All yeah. the very best. You know, Sami, like everybody has said, has been... Uh, 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 an inspiration to the station. It's you know there are certain there are certain programs you look forward to, yeah, listening to, for various reasons. I I look forward to listening to Ignition because I want to hear the sort of uh, music that he plays that's different from what I play. Yeah, mm. do, do you understand what I'm saying? And, 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 and as a music lover. Those are the people I like listening to. Right. Yeah. People who play things that I might not know mm. about mm. and yeah. get, get to learn. And that's what Sami's been doing. And fabulous, fabulous. Thank so, you. Uh, a friend of mine sent me a message asking, Wow, is Sami leaving Joy? I said, Yes. He said, Ah, again, he's the only person I thought would take over from you. <laughs> and, 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 and I asked, I said to him, who told him I'm going somewhere? <laughs> oh, I could care. Uh, That's the nice one. <laughs> because Sami's choice of music is something else. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Uncle Ken. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I wish I'm, him well. Yeah. Thank you so and much, Uncle Ken. Thank he's you. heading to. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Uncle Ken. <laughs> I, I mean, I was I was going to activate the phone lines. We're out of time, uh, but lots of messages are coming through. Yeah, Diddy <laughs> says I'm very sad and I'm in tears. Sammy leaving Joy from I couldn't believe it. Saturday mornings, especially. Please, how will we cope without you? 
TT in Swam says, Sammy Forsen, why this time? I loved everything about you and your show. Who can fit in your shoes? We're going to miss you. Um, good evening, Lexus. It's sad, Sammy, saying goodbye to Joy FM. I'm going to miss him on Ignition on weekdays. We can see the show. And that's from Big Show in uh, Amasaman. Okay. Uh, I am Bilal also says, I've listened to radio for years, but I tell you what, Sammy Forsen is just super fantastic and wonderful. I'm so sad. Sammy, what's the most challenging thing about being you? Um, I would say it's, um, hmm. Wow, I didn't see this question coming. Most challenging thing being me. Um, it's just trying to always be the best version of you know yourself um especially for radio um there's always this pressure where i need to do it better than i did it yesterday you know and uh, being on top of your music as always i mean every radio person knows how important that is you know you always need to keep your your library updated and you know always making sure that you're able to put people in that happy place that they deserve because they really look up to you. The fact that they turn on the radio and choose to listen to you out of all other options is because they, they hold a certain level of you know, value for you and yeah. you need to meet up that expectation all the time. And that's really something that I, I don't take for granted. I always try to excel at. What's your biggest regret? Um... My biggest regret. Hmm. Um, I. I don't know how I'm gonna cope. Missing what I do. Um. I don't want to think I would regret, but I can say for a fact that. I will definitely be back on radio sometime in the future. Sami, wait. Are you having second thoughts about this? I jokingly told Adam that can I bring another employment letter? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I can see in your eyes that even though you've decided to take this step, a bit of you doesn't want to do this. Yes, because of the 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 fact that people are impacted by what you have to do for them. Yeah, you know, um, it's something that you would always want to have the opportunity to to give people something of value, something of meaning. You know, like you, Lexus, on drive time when somebody called you that and told you that if not for you on your show, they would have committed suicide. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that does to you? Yeah, you know, it puts you in a certain place where you just pray to God that you would still have value to offer people and give them that sense of belonging and realize that you know what you can't give up on yourself you can still be better and we have that power and it's something that this experience will live with me for the rest of my life and someday i hope 
to be in that position. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.